It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Good evening. It's Cécile Marcel and in English, it's Simon Marcel. Simon, your humble servant. Uh, with my teddy bear, Mr. Lewis, also there uh, for this rendezvous. Before I start the show, I want to thank you for all the voicemails. I feel really that uh, earning your trust is a big part of my job. And when I see uh, during the day, uh, or when I wake up in the morning and then I uh, listen to uh, your voicemails, I, I want to thank you for that. Thank you for your trust. And I, I want to play as much as I can every single show. So keep on going. 855-905-8255 for voicemails. And the show is now open. So same number. I repeat. 855-905-8255. The rendezvous starts now. Bonjour, Mandy. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What's going on with you? How can I help? Um, I've got some jealousy issues um, with my husband. I've been married mm -hmm. for 10 years, and we have a really good marriage. Um, but I am super, super insecure uh, when it comes to other females. And mm -hmm. um, he's never given me a reason to be jealous or untrusting, but I, I get extremely jealous whenever there's another girl like anything involving another girl. And so I guess I just wondered if you had any advice um, on how to kind of conquer that. Sure. But let me ask you this first. Um, this jealousy issue, is it just related to your husband or prior to your husband, you were as jealous with exes? Um, I don't really have that many exes, just one person before my husband. And I was yeah. jealous of him for sure. Um, he was a player, I guess. So I, I think some of it has to do with that. But My husband is the complete opposite. Um, I just can't seem to get over it. <laughs> okay. If you had to describe how you're feeling when another woman is close, what is the, how, how do you feel? Upset? Emotional? What, what are the words that characterize your emotions while you are suffering from jealousy? I don't know. Just anger, I guess, would be the best way to say it. Anger and um, sadness because I start to think, Even though I know nothing has happened, like I start to just immediately assume that something's happened. So I get mm -hmm. angry. Mm -hmm. So do you think something's going to happen like, you know, emotionally or physically? What is the worst fear? Um, probably that he, honestly being left, I worry that he would find somebody better than me and then leave me. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So here's the thing. When you have those crises, uh, I would like you to to write about it in your journal. I would like you to detox. I want you to express yourself, but instead of going after him or just yourself, you write down what happened, how do you feel, and ask yourself, why do I feel like this? Okay, so that you put some clarity in this emotions that we all have, more or less, which is very destructive, right? It's a way for you to try destroy the happiness you have. So. I'm not a shrink, I can't tell why. Only a therapist, if you saw one, could tell you why you have this self-destructive mode when you have something great going on and the jealousy may break it. But I feel like if you have a place to express how you feel, that will help you release the negativity and the bad energy. That's wonderful advice. Thank you so much. I've never actually thought yeah. about doing that like in a journal, so I'm going to give that a try. Yes, and with the details. And little by little by little, when you write this, I've done it before, so I know it works, you feel this relief. And when you're finished, you go, okay, I got it. You close your journal and you move on and you don't have to attack your partner. <laughs> okay. So. Thank you so much. All right, Mandy. I hope that helps. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thanks, Simon. Bye.
Coming up, I am going to go answer Lee's Instagram DM because she went on a date with a great guy and then something happened and now she is confused. So I'm going to help her. Her DM is next. So Lee sent me that Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio saying, Bonjour Simon, I went on a great date with a guy tonight and we talked about going out again next week. But he just sent me a Venmo request asking me to pay for half of the date we just had. But he never mentioned that before and I'm confused. What should I do? Hmm. What should you do if you go out on a date with somebody and after the date, the person sends you a Venmo request asking you to pay for half the date? I'm going to tell you my honest opinion coming up next on that one. So what would you do? Say you go on a date, things go well, so well that you think about going on a second date, but later on that same night, you receive a Venmo request asking you to pay for half of the date, right? And that's what happened to Leo sent me that DM. So what would you do? Would you send half of the money? Or would you say, what the heck? What a lame thing to do. What would you do? Actually, I'm going to post that on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. I want to know what you would do. Uh, I'm going to tell you what I would do. I would be so disgusted to receive something like this that I would walk away. (laughs) Yeah, I would walk away. Lee, my advice is don't give him anything. You know, you pay your gentleman or your lady. doesn't matter who pays. But if you pay, you don't ask for it back later. That is lame and cheap. This is against my education. It doesn't matter who pays. It's just... If you pay, you give with your heart. You don't ask for payback. My God, that would have never happened in the old days. So please, don't worry about it, Lee. Don't send him a dime. And too bad if he doesn't like it. Anyway, that's my advice. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Candice. Bonjour, Simon. <laughs> Simon. Bonjour, Candice. So what's going on? How can I help you? Basically, um... I've been married for like five years and I'm on Instagram and for some reason recently in the past year or so, one of my exes has been contacting me, like DMing me on Instagram pretty consistently and I'm not sure why, like it's all friendly, it's funny, I think he's engaged now. But it's like he's always looking for validation and Mm -hmm. it seems like it's a real ongoing consistent dialogue that I'm just not sure what to do about because I don't want to be mean but at the same time I I don't talk with even some of my closest friends that much on Instagram (laughs) so I'm just not sure what to do with this sure Um, how do you feel when you receive a message from him kind of annoyed (laughs) or kind of like worried that now I have to respond to this or figure out how to not respond to this so there's nothing in you that is excited or happy or smiling that you receive a message from this ex, right? Not really, no. Unless it's something that's super funny that he sent, but no, not typically. Okay. I'm going to give you the secret of how to stop all this, okay? Okay. Only answer with emojis from now on. Thumbs up. Nothing more. One emojis. I guarantee you, you know, in a little bit, he won't be, he will be messaging you anymore. There's nothing more annoying and a clear message when you want to get rid of somebody that you just answer a thumbs up or a smile. Nothing else. After a couple of times they get that, they stop. Okay, that makes sense. Thank you for your advice. You always give such good advice. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, I've had to use it myself since I know. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> it just I think it's a wonderful thing about emojis it's really it cuts short any conversation and if you don't feel like it you're not rude thumbs up that, that's yeah. end of the conversation and and on and on okay okay I'll definitely try that thank you it will work alright Candice good luck to you and thank you for calling have a good night thanks Simon coming up I am going to go listen to a voicemail from Piper because her boyfriend is doing something that she's not so happy about and wants my advice her voicemail is next. You know how it goes. 24-7-365. The rendezvous voicemail is open to you. And if you have a question, all you got to do is call 855-905-8255 and I will answer during the show. Just like for Piper's voicemail. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. Um, this is Piper. I'm just calling to ask about... Um a red flag situation, I guess. I noticed that my boyfriend uh, has been messaging an ex of his, and it's somebody that he hasn't spoken to in, I thought, several years. So they broke up a really long time ago, and I'm just wondering what I should do. Piper, thanks for the voicemail. What should you do, indeed, if you find out your boyfriend is texting his ex? I'll tell you what I think next. What should you do if you find out your partner is texting his ex or her ex? Really, what should you do? That's the question Piper left me in a voicemail. So, here's my advice. Just ask. Why the unspoken? Go for it. Not aggressively. Not, you know, in a FBI kind of tone. Hey, what are you doing? No. Just at the right time, say, listen, I noticed you have been texting your ex. I just wonder why. And uh, if you have any anxiety and I was your boyfriend, I would say, you know what? I'm going to open my phone if there is a code or something or a password so you can check the conversation and feel at ease. A true gentleman who have nothing to hide would do this. If the person is not willing to open the phone and show you the exact conversation, something is fishy, something is not going well, and you should be then questioning more. But at first, everybody is innocent until proven guilty. I see no reason to panic, but I would like you, Piper, to ask him what's up, what's going on, what's in the text. Then you'll sleep better once you know the answer. Fingers crossed, all is good. Thanks for the voicemail, Piper. You call the next. If you feel like sharing an experience you've had, a moment of romance, an enchanting moment in these difficult days, uh, please share with me at 855 905 8255. Bonjour, Brooke. Uh, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Brooke. So, I understand that you met somebody and then something really romantic and sweet happened. What happened? Yes, I met somebody on Instagram and we started talking on the FaceTime, only FaceTime only, and he was amazing. And it just was like the nicest guy I'd ever met. Um, but he was in New York. I live in Los Angeles. And he said uh, he had a surprise for me last Friday and, you know, to clear my schedule and he flew to LAX airport to Los Angeles to take me to lunch just for the day and we spent the day together. So now he's back in New York and we're still FaceTime only, but it was the most romantic thing that's ever happened to me. How did that make you feel? It made me feel like a trillion dollars. I felt like the most important woman in the world. It was so amazing that he flew like seven hours just to take me to lunch and to give me an amazing day. And he picked a place that had the best food for me. And 
I'm yep. obsessed with health food, and it was it was like by the ocean, everything perfect. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. Listen, this is inspiring. When I go back in the dating game after COVID, I won't forget your story. This is how you do it: romance, romance, romance. So important. Yes. All right, Brooke. Thank you so much, and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Coming up, let's talk about grand gesture also. Let's talk about what makes us feel so good, romance. And that's coming up next. If you think about it, how important is it for you, the power of romance in your relationship, the influence of romance? I mean, I want to talk about that because my last caller, Brooke, just told me he flew all over from New York to LA to have lunch with her. And everything was great by the ocean and paid attention to the food and everything else. And I think in these very difficult times that romance is the antidote to depression when you're in a relationship. And romance is to create an enchanting feeling of joie de vivre, joy of life and lightness in your partner's heart, showing that you care and you would cross the world just to be with your partner. And I repeat, I think this is one of the antidotes we have to feel better and to enjoy each other. And I want to share a personal story, something I did a long time ago, it's true, uh, for somebody I loved, and you can judge if you would have done the same or not. My story is next. In the spirit of sharing personal stories, a long time ago, I was in a relationship with really a wonderful, wonderful, charming woman from South Africa. And um, Cape Town is about 12 or 13 hours flying straight from Paris. I used to be in Paris before to be in America. And we loved each other, so I would fly from Paris to Cape Town and surprise her. And she was so happy. And one day she told me, you know, there's not a better gift than you coming here to see me for a weekend when you can. And I'm so excited when every time I see your face at the Captain Airport. And I remember the anticipation in the plane an hour before you landed in Africa. I was just mesmerized. I was so happy. Grand gesture. They go a long way. And no one forgets them. So just something to share. Think about it. And if you have the occasion, do the same in your own way. You call the next. Bonjour, Lexi. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Lexi. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? So I was wondering how I can get my partner to, you know, make some more romantic gestures. We've um, been together for a while. And in the beginning, you know, there would be surprises back and forth and flowers and long, sweet texts and, you know, those kind of things. But they've kind of just faded away over time. And I was wondering if you could give me some inspiration on how to, um, you know, reignite that. Sure. Uh, before I answer, if you compare the level of romance to the level of ooh-la-la you're having, would you say it's the same kind of first very high, exciting chemistry and then down? Or would you say, no, the ooh-la-la is still happening at the same frequency in the same amount of time? but the romance has diminished? Um, I would say it's about the same. So, same amount of ooh but way less romance, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's a classic, and I was guilty of that many times, is that us men 
um, romance is associated to seduction. So we know, all of us, that when you start dating somebody, you have, you know, gestures of romance, because we all know women are sensitive to romance, more than men, obviously. Uh, then you have the ulala, you start dating, you meet the friends, you meet sometimes the parents, and then you forget that the ignition of the ulala for your girlfriend, your wife, or is based on romance. And all of us guys, me first, because I made that mistake too many times, so I'm guilty of that 100%, but we feel like, well, we know each other well enough, why should we be romantic in terms of doing gestures? Since we already had the ulala, we don't need to redo this phase, right? So, the solution to this is to express to you men that men and women do not work the same way. That women are not mechanical when it comes to ulala, they emotionally link to the ulala. And so, without the romance, you don't ignite the desire. And, you know, you miss the romance, and you feel like, you know, it's a little bit taking you for granted, and you're counting on him to step it up in the romance department. Okay, that's great. I mean, it's really good to get a guy's perspective, and I always appreciate, you know, everything that you have to share on this show. It's really incredible. Oh, you're most welcome. Listen, the thing is, Lexi, I've made the mistakes, and uh, I got dumped on my derriere for that one. So maybe if you tell that to you, man, you will understand it's a chance for him to express his love for you, and uh, it's important. Absolutely. It's just a little hiccup along the road. <laughs> oh, yeah. One of plenty. That's life. All right, Lexi, thank you so much for calling, and good luck to you. You have a good night. Bye, Simon. Question, what's more important to you in your relationship? Reliability or compatibility? We'll talk about that next. What's more important to you in a relationship? Reliability or compatibility? Meaning, more important that you're compatible. Meaning, you like the same thing, kind of the same lifestyle, you connect politically, you connect on values, maybe it's religion, maybe it's family values, maybe it's the ooh-la-la, compatibility, right? And so I posted that on my social media at Rendezvous Radio, results came, very interestingly, even. 50% of you voted reliability is more important to me, and 50% of you voted compatibility is more important than reliability. And... It was a tough question, and I must say, reliability. If I can't trust you and rely on you, I can't grow my tree of love with you. Uh, that's why maybe I'm single. No, I'm kidding. Just pandemic. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for voting. Thank you for being with me tonight. Great show, and uh, bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.